0: Say hello to a new friend on an old road Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown Come along for the ride Jim Hinkley's America Jim Hinkley's America
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, wake up with Jim. Good way to start your day. We are uh, continuing our series of programs about independent thinking, inspirational people. Kind of a glimpse at, uh, well, what makes this country really special. We have enough news about grifters and divisions, and so we thought we were going to I share some stories that will inspire you. Uh, today's program is sponsored in part by the one and only uh, Wagon Wheel Motel in Cuba, Missouri. The oldest continuously operated motel on Route 66. Connie Eccles and her team have done a marvelous job of blurring the line between past and present. And uh, it's more of a motel. It's, it's an experience. It's the essence of Route 66 personified. Hey, let's get right to this today. Uh, I have a tendency. Today we're gonna we're gonna draw our uh, share stories from the music industry, and uh, I, what I do when I write and I'm working at the computer. A lot of times, I have a very eclectic uh, interest in music. Uh, myself, I don't play any instruments. I have trouble playing the radio. It's an old joke, uh, but. I have a tendency, I put the uh, YouTube on, I run as a random mix, and it'll be anything from Celtic, Australian folk music, Tchaikovsky, ACDC, The Beatles, uh, Johnny Cash, Jason Aldean, God, I just never know. I let it run. And if some uh, music catches my attention I'm not familiar with, I'll stop and I'll look and see who the artist is, and then I'll uh, write it down for... Future research, future listening. Well, that's how I discovered Mean Mary. And, uh, gosh, I don't know how I've missed her. Very, very talented young lady. But uh, curiosity got the best of me and uh, went down a rabbit hole. And it's her story that's really fascinating. The music is amazing. The story is inspirational. Let me show you what I mean. Uh, Her name, she was Mary James, and she was the youngest of six children. This is her official biography. She was born in Geneva, Alabama, near the uh, Alabama line, Florida-Alabama line. Her dad was a World War II veteran. and That's interestingly enough. Now, keep in mind, as I'm telling you the story, this girl was born in 1980. We're not talking about 1880 here uh mary was four at the time when the family moved from florida to north minnesota near the canadian border for three months the family lived in a tent that they built from a roll of visqueen and uh the father and the family built a log cabin using an axe hand saws and just available materials they cooked on campfires got their water from a hole they dug and uh read books and on one occasion their tent was supposedly mauled by a large seven foot black bear mary's mom jean uh, took the bear down when they moved into the almost completed log cabin winter was upon them and uh without electricity or running water and it was cold enough mind you they said to freeze water five feet from the from the source of heat which was an old wood stove this family spent hours reading books by kerosene lamp Uh, Mary's oldest brother, Jim, who joined the Navy, he sent the family guitar and some tapes of songs he liked with a battery-powered tape player. So the family would listen to Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr., Dolly Parton. Well, Mary started singing the songs and vocalizing the instrumentation. Mom and Dad noticed that she had quite a talent, so they bought some guitar books, and Ma started teaching the children to play the guitar. Well, as it turned out, Mary and Brother Frank were the two who turned music into an absolute career. Mary turned out to be a prodigy. She learned to read music before she could read words. And she was an official singer-songwriter before she started her first day of kindergarten. And she wrote her theme song. What would become her theme song? Mean Mary from Alabama. And the press baptized her with this handle, and she's been Mean Mary ever since. Now, this is where it gets if this isn't crazy enough, the James family eventually migrated back to Florida. Mary's dad was now retired, and Mary's mom searched for ways to help support the family as well as feed Mary's <laughs> appetite for music and the interest of the other children. She started an organic truck farm, built and sold live animal traps, and the family collected live reptiles, amphibians, and mammals for wholesale distributors, including live venomous snakes for venom production. The children joined in all the festivities and found that she says to be great sport. Well, Mary was now playing the guitar, the banjo and the fiddle. She recorded her first album at age six and supposedly spent five, six, seven hours a day on instrumental and vocal practice and live performance. And then she took the show on the road with the help from her family. Well, school became a bit of a problem. So at the end of the second grade, she started a bit of homeschooling and started appearing daily on the Country Boy Eddie Show, a regional program down in Birmingham, Alabama. During this time, she also began appearing in Nashville and uh, at the Elvis Presley Museum. Well, she still found time to read books and study. And when she was nine years old, she, uh, well, pretty much aced. A state-required test for GED equivalency. And uh, nine years old, completed high school. Her guitarist brother, uh, Frank, who now joined her on stage and in the homeschool program, also excelled in studies and at age 14 taught himself trigonometry. And he graduated from high school at age 15. Well, Mary and Frank were booked at a living history event. And the rest, they say, is history. They fell in love with folk music they'd grown weary of commercial country music scene they started a tour of historic folk and civil war era music festivals and pretty soon they were being sought after by folk groups throughout the country and historical reenactment groups and well they were having to turn down hundreds of shows a year they were so busy there was only one problem for 14 year old mary all those mounted reenactors riding around while she stood in the dust and played music So she wanted a horse. So she told her parents the only reason she works so hard on music so she could one day afford one. So when her brother Frank, who was equally drawn by equestrian interest, seconded her resolve, mom and dad gave in. Well, ma was always creative, finding ways to make money. She started selling fudge at their live shows. And the revenues from the enterprise uh, materialized into horse flesh. Uh, some Arabian mixed horses and green broke. Her favorite was named Apache. She's got a great song about Apache. And they promptly added horseback music to their overflowing repertoire and began playing uh, mountain music wherever they could book it. Parades, Wild West shows, bank robberies, reenactments. Uh, Apache was a spirited horse and certainly got into trouble. He loved to perform, but that didn't stop his proclivity for accidents. He once reared up in a parade, and he fell over backwards on Mary and her guitar. Another time, uh, he ran, his saddle broke, and Mary apparently fell underneath and was trampled by the hooves and drugged for a bit. He was also, at times, liked to roll down hills with Mary on a stride. And in spite of all her injuries, she never missed a show, even though she occasionally had to prop herself up against the support In the meantime mary and frank were getting quite a bit of interest from california music agencies and the mom had just signed a contract with a california literary agency so the other children were all grown and on their own by this time so mom dad frank and mary <coughs> excuse me did the beverly hillbilly thing they packed all their belongings into their vehicles, hooked up a horse trailer with Rogue and Apache, and they drove to Los Angeles. Well, Mary and Frank got involved in every aspect of show business you can imagine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, background actors, stand-ins, photo doubles, stunt doubles, day players. <clears throat> Mary found a large beat-up slide-in camper for the back of her pickup truck and uh, she parked and lived in it wherever it was convenient well there's a time she took the mirror off a movie executive's car at fox studios a story she likes to tell and she bought him a never new mirror but never got a movie role and uh well they got kind of tired of california so eventually the entire james gang family well, they migrated back south found homes in tennessee the horses seemed to be happy. Mary was happy, her music career was taking off. And then one night in February, about 2002, she was the front seat passenger in a car. The driver lost control. Mary was severely injured. Uh, they thought she was dead, but a high-speed ambulance ride and medical attention saved her life. It was, but her vocal cords were paralyzed. Well, she brought herself home from the hospital and began to fight. Music was her entire life and always would have been. She wouldn't give up. She set herself to do some hard physical work. Uh, she started stacking hay, building fences and barns, winter swims, and worked her vocal cords. She did make a comeback. And, uh, wow, pretty amazing. It took her quite a while, but she did it. And she started touring again, sometimes alone, sometimes with her brother, sometimes with a band. Then she began writing and co-writing books uh she has an international fan base and like I say i can never figure out how i have overlooked this amazing artist but uh pull up her youtube channel and there's a couple songs i recommend that will give you a full uh, peek, if you will at her incredible skill set uh, Iron Horses, Sweet Jezebel, and Blazing. Take a listen to all three of those, and I think you're gonna be pretty amazed. Hey, my friends, uh, join us on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock Mount Standard Time here for coffee with Jim. Got a special travel program. Now keep in mind all these programs are interactive, so the more folks we have joined in, the more fun it is for everybody. And don't forget, if you're taking a road trip through the Missouri Ozarks, Long Route 66, or anywhere in that neck of the woods, include a night at the delightful, wonderful, magical time capsule that is the Wagon Wheel Motel in Cuba, Missouri. Hey, uh, our contest, let's get to that too quick. No, no winners yet. Here's your next clue. This fella that we're talking about, he's a Route 66 personality. Well, I should say he's a personality with a Route 66 association. In fact, his whole life was associated with pretty much Route 66 communities in one way or another, except for when he went off to do something else like play in the World Series. Hey, if you know the answer, well, chime in. My friends, until we meet again. via Candios. Be sure to check out Mean Mary. Some great music here, my friends. Adios, mi amigos. A little bit of music here from Joe and Woody, the boys of the road crew. Roadcrew66.com <clears throat> Say hello
0: to a new friend On an old road take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown come along for the ride jim hinckley's america jim hinckley's america
1: Talk to you on Sunday morning, my friends. Adios.